Welcome to the Pro Football 24-7-365 Podcast. No-nonsense football talk and solid betting advice. Here are your hosts, David and Sean. Week six lines, uh, Sean. Not a not a great week five for either of us. You go seven and seven, two and three on your best bets. I go six and eight, two on two and three on my best bets as well. Oh, uh, you know, one thing I think I always try to look at some some disappointing weeks and what kind of lessons I, I learned from those. And I, I think for last week, what it was was, you know, the when you look at the angles for games, um, one thing that I always consider is the uh, you know, interdivision games versus, uh, you know, teams playing, uh, you know, teams from uh, outside the division or outside the conference. And with the Rams, I, w- I was really heavy on them. And it's funny because I, I, I was on them correctly against the Seahawks and Cardinals for, uh, you know, how well historically they've matched up, <laughs> but also historically the Jeff Fisher teams have laid an egg, um, you know, against uh, you know, teams from outside the division, so which they did to the Bills last week. So I think that's something I'm going to monitor more closely uh, going into these following weeks. But how about you? Yeah, I think it, it was one of those weeks. I think the lines moved exactly where I expected them to move. Um, you know, I was on teams like the, the Jets and the, and the Browns. Um, you know, and it, it, we said on that Browns game, we thought, you know, the, the Pats could go one of two ways, right? It could be a really hard-fought game, or the Pats would just blow them out. Well, again, don't ever bet against the Patriots, I think, is the, the, the theme there. And with the Jets, you know, they were in that game. That Nine and a half points is what, what I ended up getting it at. And, um, you know, it, just a, a late touchdown by the Steelers really put that out of reach. So, um yeah, I mean, right around where I've been all season, kind of flingering around 500. I, I think uh, as we kind of get later in the season, hopefully I can, you know, it takes uh, two or three really good weeks to, to push that back up, you know, well into the, the range in which I'm um, positive on the year. All right, well, let's get into the week six line. So on the Thursday night game, we have San Diego hosting Denver, uh, opened up with Denver lane three. Uh, we'll say the prevailing line is now at three and a half over under of 46 has been bet down to about 45. Uh, any takes on this game? Yeah, I think that's, I mean, to me, that's is a four, four and a half point line to Denver's favor. Um, really, you know, a, a tough game for Denver. We saw that kind of coming, you know, they weren't, they weren't going to continue the trend of, of really just powering through teams um, and here's a San Diego team that just really knows how to lose games in heartbreaking fashion. So I really like Denver this week. Um, I see it down at two and a half. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to jump on Denver there. Um, and, and I think they, they cover this game handily. Yeah. You know, I, I like, I'm leaning towards Denver as well. You know, one thing I thought that was key to last week's game is, it's it's very much a, a passing league right now um, in the NFL, but but one of the great equalizers is when you have a team that can you know run the ball against anyone, and I think we're seeing with Atlanta uh, that they can do that. And you know they they didn't exactly gash Denver, but they were able to you know run the ball consistently and, and control the clock. And I, I don't think that this San Diego team has that that same ability, and so I think that kind of plays right into the hands of the, of the Denver defense. So. Um, so yeah, I, I would uh, I would look for a Denver bounce back here um, as well. 
Yeah, um, I'd agree. Tough matchup last week for Denver. Very, um, you know, team that could really spread them out, spread the ball around. I think you saw this with Pittsburgh last year when they matched up with, you know, Steelers and Broncos. Um, you saw the Steelers really spread them out. And that's, that's what really challenges that Denver defense. It, you know, it minimizes the pass rush and, you know, uh, allows us quick kind of, kind of dump off or quick passes. So I think that's the way to combat this Denver defense. Yeah, definitely the, the formula for beating them. So moving on to the Sunday games, we have New England at home hosting Cincinnati. New England opened as a eight point favorite. Uh, the line has been bet up. We'll say the prevailing line, uh, Patriots by nine, uh, over under of, 47 has been held steady. Um, you know, what do you think here, Sean? We have a Cincinnati team that really laid an egg on the road. Uh, Dallas last week, you know, New England looked, uh, you know, great uh, with Brady coming back. Uh, big number, but can the uh, the Patriots cover it this week? Yeah, so I think as we've learned, right, is you don't want to bet against the Patriots, um, you know, no matter what position you're in. Uh, here's a game that I look at and I go, God, it's, if that gets up to 10, I really like Cincinnati in this game. I think they're, you know, they're a solid team. Um, you know, as long as this isn't a primetime game for, for bad Andy, um, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd be on them. But at the same time, I'm going, you know, in the back of my mind, you know, I really only, only want to be on the side of New England. I really don't want to be against him because you never know just that explosive offense. And an angry Tom Brady is, is never a good person to go against. So, um, complete stay away from me here, but if, you know, gun to the head, I have to lean towards the line. I'm going to, I'm going to pick Cincinnati in this one. Yeah, I would lean towards Cincinnati as well. Just to, you know, a few things I think you factor in a team, obviously with, with some talent, uh, you know, well coached and obviously, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be motivated after a, a poor showing, uh, last week. So I think, um, you know, as good as the Patriots are that, uh, a touchdown plus is, um, you know, that, that's a lot to, to cover. So, um, so uh, yeah, slight, slight lean for me, um, towards the, the Bengals as well, but definitely something I would, I would look if the line gets, uh, bet up closer to game time. Yeah. And I'd imagine the money's going to all come in on New England. So, right. uh, you know, 10, 10 and a half, I, I might put a little bit on Cincinnati, but, um, for the most part, it's day away. Right. So next we have New York Giants at home hosting Baltimore. Uh, line opened up with the Giants as a three-point favorite. We'll say that's still the prevailing number over-under of about 44. Uh, any thoughts here? So I actually have this, this line at two and a half. Um, you know, I think I've probably said this in several earlier podcasts. I don't think this Baltimore team is – what they showed in the first three weeks, we saw a little adversity. The the last two, uh, I think that's more indicative of what this team is. Um, this is this is a Giants team that's lost a few in a row, if if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, started and out two and zero and lost this last three. So yeah, coming coming back home, um, a Baltimore team that has to go to the Giants that I don't think as talented as they they actually everybody thought they were at the beginning of the year. Uh, two and a half definitely tells me that that. You know, Baltimore would be the favorite in a neutral field, which I don't see. So definitely give me the Giants in this one. This is one of my best bets this week. I think the Giants cruise in this game. Okay, yeah, um, this is a tough game for me to handicap. I, you know, I think with the Giants, they've obviously been disappointing, you know, really offensively. I thought um, there were high expectations this year, and they just, they haven't looked very good so far. Um, And there's, you know, it's kind of difficult to peg why, because they, with, you know, McAdoo coming in, they have the the same 
scheme in there that, that Manning's performed very well the last two years. But, uh, you know, the Baltimore team, they, they've been, you know, this, this is a very much a, a Ravens team, plays a lot of kind of ugly games. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if this is another, you know, low scoring game. I would, I would say that if the Giants are able to finally open things up, that I, I would like them um, in this matchup. Yeah, I think, I mean, to me, this, this Ravens offense really scares me. I think, um, you know, both two teams that actually have lost two in a row, um, but really just a very limited Ravens offense um, against a, a Giants offense that can open it up. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I think it favors Baltimore in an ugly game if, if the Giants can spread them out and really move the ball, which I think they're fully capable of. Um you know, this is one of those games we always think, you know, Eli sucks the game, Giants mm-hmm. suck, and this is where they come out and, you know, they'll, they win by, by 10 points or so. Right. Yeah. No, I think it is, it is a good bounce box spot for them. So moving on, we have New Orleans at home off a of bye, uh, hosting Carolina, who lost on Monday night. Uh, this line opened with Carolina laying three points and over under of 53. I will say both of those lines have held pretty much steady. Um, what do you think of this Carolina team so far? Yeah, really, um, really kind of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, right? Um, mm-hmm. Don't really know what you're going to get week in and what week out. I mean, a defense last year that was was spectacular. I mean, really could 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 lock teams down, and we're not seeing that at all this year. I think you know a few injuries at the linebacking position uh, really aren't really putting on the pass rush that they had last year. And, and also obviously losing Josh Norman and, and those young corners. I think they just cut one of their starting corners this week. So um, it probably can't get any worse being a, a Steeler fan over all these years and having to see several, you know, Antoine Blake-esque corners in the backfield. To, when you get rid of those guys, it actually probably improves your team. Um, but, I, I, again, a, a stay-away game for me. Um, if I had to lean away, I'd, I'd lean Carolina. Um but overall, I'm I'm going to avoid this game. Um, you know, a New Orleans team that I think plays well at home um, against a, a very susceptible pass defense in Carolina. Okay, I would actually I'm going to have a slight lean towards the the Saints here, uh, especially if you can if you can get this line at three and a half. I, I just you know this this Carolina team they could I could easily see them and uh, you know ending up with maybe seven or eight wins. Just uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're fine. They're they're not a, of course, a, a bad team, but um, you know, they, we've seen historically that some Super Bowl runner-ups, uh, you know, they have a big drop off the next year, and you know, the, the team just hasn't hasn't really put together a, a full game so far. And um, you know, with the Saints team, I think if any if there's any uh, you know time for maybe their defense to <laughs> to bounce back, it might be coming off a bye, but but we'll see. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of uh, points expected to be scored, so I, I feel that the higher scoring the, the game um, that this is, I, I would like the Saints to at least be able to to cover the line here. Yeah, and we're assuming that Cam Newton's playing this game. He, yeah, he's been cleared, so he, he right. should be in. There. Okay. So next we have Miami at home hosting Pittsburgh. Uh, the Steelers opened as a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, we'll say that that's the prevailing line. A couple books have. A little higher uh, over-under uh, opened at 40, 48. Looks like it's been bet down to about 47, 47 and a half here. Uh, Sean, your your Steelers, we, we talked about this. They were, um, you know, if you had the Jets as 
both you and I did last week. It was kind of a, a right side loser. They, you know, um, Steelers didn't look so great for the first half few quarters and then, uh, you know, end up covering at the end. They're playing a, a Miami team that has looked really, really bad recently. Um, again, a similar line, seven and a half, but the Steelers on the road here. So do you have faith that they can cover this big number? No, they're, this number should go to, and again, I'm going to, this is very similar as last week. You're going to see a number, I think, that climbs to nine and a half or ten by the end of this week. Um, I'll be on the side of Miami. Um, again, it's coming. This is a Pittsburgh letdown game. Um, at some point, you'll see them, you know, typically they, they play to the level of their opponents. So, um, you know, the, again, Ben away from home, um, you know, a, a road game against a, a Miami team that everybody thinks is, is done. Um, I, I would be on the side of Miami here and um, actually might even put some money line Miami money down. Okay, yeah, I definitely like Miami as well. Just that I think it's a big number for, as you said, a Steelers team that's uh, been, you know, far different playing on the road. And, and I think also, uh, you know, Miami's defense is pretty pretty bad, but their I think their offense is um, maybe better than it's shown, or I think they at least have some, you know, wide receivers who could, um, you know, help um, kind of c- cover this line, even if it maybe gets – gets out of hand where they could they could cover late. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Miami as well here. So next game we have Chicago at home hosting Jacksonville. Uh, the Bears opened as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, the line has since been up. We'll say the prevailing number of two-and-a-half uh, over-under of 47. I'm going to go ahead and take this game. Uh, I've been on the Jaguars, and I'm going to stay with them. So this is a... One of my best bets. I, I I like the Jaguars here, coming off the bye, coming off their first victory. I think they they match up pretty well um, with the Bears. You know, the Bears have looked good offensively the last couple weeks, but I, I think uh, Jacksonville is is a little underrated defensively. So I think they're going to be able to, um, you know, I think <laughs> Brian Hoyer. We 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 know his track record. It's uh can't, can't keep it up for too long and. Yeah, and I think the the Jacksonville offense maybe this is a, a week that they get on track. So, so one of my best bets here is is the Jaguars on the road. Dave, you and I are are spot on in this one. These are two bet on sharp teams, right? So Jags and Chicago probably teams that the sharps are going to back. Um, you know, I, I was on Chicago last week. Um, I am going to be on the Jags this week. Uh, give me whoever's getting points in this game. That's who I'm going to be taking. So um really like if that line gets even higher, you know, two and a half is, is a, a really good number for me on this. I think the Jags probably win this outright. Right, yeah, and a couple a couple of books even at three there. So yeah. next game we have Buffalo at home hosting San Francisco. Buffalo opened as a seven and a half point favorite over under of forty five and a half has since been bet down to about forty four, forty four and a half. Um, we'll say the prevailing number here, I guess eight, uh, you know, Buffalo pretty impressive road victory last week takes, uh, advantage of some Los Angeles mistakes, San Francisco, obviously, uh, you know, not, not looking very good right now, switching to Colin Kaepernick. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Yeah. Um, I, I love San Francisco in this game. I think I've been on San Francisco a lot this year. 
Um, I, I even like them more with, with Kaepernick. I think he adds an, a, a different dimension to this team. Um, take all the ancillary, you know, off the field stuff. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, they are a bit more of an explosive offense. You know what you're getting with Blaine Gabbard, as, as you've kind of, um, told several times here is, you know, those, those five yard slants only go so far. Um, and, and here's a guy that can run the ball, can throw the ball, make plays happen. And, uh, I, I definitely like that aspect in the, the game this week. So, um, I'll be beyond San Francisco as one of my best bets. And I think this line probably go, might go a little higher. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely on the San Francisco side as well. And again, I think for me, I more look at this Buffalo team as mm, still probably not not that good. And, you know, with with a team uh, like Buffalo, for them to lay more than a touchdown, it's almost anyone, is, uh, yeah, I wouldn't feel great about that. And again, like you said with Kaepernick, you know, he, I think, how this 49er offense is going to look with him, uh, you know, they don't they don't have a lot of playmakers. It's going to be very disjointed. You're going to see him, you know, scrambling a lot and then, you know, occasionally kind of throwing deep. So, I, but I think, you know, obviously the, the ceiling um, is a little higher than it is with, with Blaine Gabbert. So, um, you know, with, with him being this, uh, you know, first week in a, in a Chip Kelly offense, it's, uh, I think, a good spot for them to, to come out and at least uh, cover on the road against on, against the Bills here. So moving on, we have Detroit at home hosting the Los Angeles uh, line opened with Detroit as a three-point favorite, 43.5 the over-under. We'll say uh, both numbers have held steady. Um, any thoughts here? Um, another best bet this week, Dave. They just keep adding up. Um, I love Detroit in this game. Um, I think a Rams team that, that – you know, handily beat uh, their opponent last week, you know, or team, sorry, team got, that actually, got handled, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, got handled. Um, this is a Detroit team that I really like. I think they they play really well against um, a defense like the Rams. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be I'm going to be heavy on Detroit this week. Okay, yeah, you know, uh, the thing with Los Angeles right now, really banged up defensive line uh you know last week Quinn Brockers were out they lost Tremaine Johnson their best cornerback so you know Detroit is struggling with some injuries as well but you know a nice uh bounce back for them against the Eagles last week so yeah this I mean this for me this game is a a stay away but but I would lean um towards towards the lines at, at home here so moving on we have Tennessee at home hosting the uh hosting Cleveland Tennessee opened as a six-point favorite, the line of 45-and-a-half. The uh, line has been bet down, actually, a couple points at 43-and-a-half, at uh, or the over-under, rather. And the Titans have been bet up to now, we'll say, a um, seven-point favorite. I see a couple of seven-and-a-halfs, but we'll say seven. Uh, big big number for the, the Titans to lay here. Do you think they can, uh, can do that against the Browns? Should we give the Titans six-and-a-half points or seven points against anybody? Hmm, that's, but, yeah, kind of what I was uh, saying with Buffalo. So, I mean, unbelievably huge number here. I, this has to be another. I mean, so we've. I think we've knocked out all my best bets this week. But this is my final one. Here is you've got. You know, I'll be on Cleveland here. Um, this is a, a game I could easily see Cleveland winning. Um, I, I saw. You know, yeah, a, a well played game by by Tennessee last week. Um, 
you know, outperformed probably expectations, um, played a really bad Dolphins team that, you know, I, I've been against the Dolphins a lot this year, thinking that they're probably one of the worst teams in football. Um, but, you know, to me, this says there's no chance that uh, Tennessee is a seven point or six and a half point favorite over this Cleveland team. This should be more of a three point game. So uh, maybe I'm missing something, but I'll, I'll be on Cleveland here. OK, yeah, we're we're on the same side here as well. Again, Tennessee team that I think is, you know, when we look at the season, then will be probably one of the, the five to seven worst teams in the league. And again, just not not much of an offense, I think, that uh, can really cover a big number like this. And, you know, again, Cleveland. They were pretty outclassed last week, but that was also with um, Cody Kessler going out. Looks like he and both maybe Josh McCown will will be available this week, and I know I think their offense is um, is good enough to to definitely cover this spread as well. So, so I mean, Dave, like seriously, this this is one of those lines I look at and think, man, you get you know maybe five to seven of these a year. Mm. Um, you know, are we missing something here? Is the, is this a game that Tennessee could come out and, and blow them out? No, I, I just think it's a product of last week. You have, you know, the the Titans probably playing their best game of the year. And, yeah. you know, Cleveland looking, you know, getting pummeled. But, but again, I think with Cleveland, uh, you know, losing Kessler early on in that game, that certainly didn't help. Charlie Whitehurst hasn't had a, you know, not a uh, right. esteemed NFL quarterback. So, I mean, that, that was really the first game that they haven't, the Browns haven't been competitive in, but again, that's, you know, maybe the, you know, a, a Super Bowl caliber team. Um, right. So this is, uh, you know, these are, these are two dregs of the NFL. So <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you said, anything more than a three point line here, I think is, uh, is inflated. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, yeah, I, I don't see any reason why the Browns couldn't, couldn't get their first win on the road here. Great. All right. So next line, we have Washington at home hosting Philadelphia. So Washington opened as a one and a half point favorite. The over under was forty six and a half. Uh, over under has been bet down two points. Looks like about forty four and a half. And Philadelphia has been bet up all the way to a two and a half point favorite. I see uh, one three here. So we'll say prevailing line uh, two and a half. So looks like uh, you know people are, are still really high on the Eagles here. You know they, I would say they looked you know fairly impressive in. Um, you know, they, they lost to Detroit last week, but they, they certainly right. could have won that game. This Washington team, I think, kind of benefited from a, a Baltimore team that maybe gave that game away. So the Redskins, in, in putting together a nice winning streak here, they haven't looked impressive. But, you know, this this is a tough tough line for me. I'm, I'm inclined to uh, take take the points here with the, the road favorite – or, sorry, the, uh, the home underdog. Home dog. Redskins, but but I don't know. I mean, I, I think this Philadelphia team is good, so I'm I'm a little um, undecided on this game. But what about you? So you're telling me where did the line start at? Is, is uh, the Redskins were laying one and a half, and then yeah. now Philadelphia is uh, two and a half point favorite. So yeah, three point shift. That's a that's a big swing here. Um, yeah, I, I I look at this line and I I look at two what I think are fairly evenly matched teams. Um, always love again a home dog. Um, so, uh, especially a team like Washington that doesn't do anything really pretty, but ends up winning ball games in a, in a rivalry, a division rival game, um, with the home team. Um, so always a good home crowd at these type of games. Uh, so I, 
yeah, put me down for Washington this week. I, I, I don't see where that, why that line is where it is. Yeah, I think, I mean, one thing to monitor, too, for this game is uh, Washington's tight end, Jordan Reed, as uh, they've been, he has gone undergone the uh, concussion protocol. And, you know, he was a guy, if you watched the, the game they played late last year, he really torched the uh, the Philadelphia defense. But, I mean, that was also a, a Philadelphia team that kind of quit under Chip Kelly. So, uh, right. yeah, I mean, just, again, a NFC East division game, I think if you're getting points with the, uh, the home underdog, I, I would lean towards them as well. I would imagine Jordan Reed could go through concussion protocol pretty much every week, so uh, I'm not concerned there. <laughs> he, he does take a share of it. So well, um, next we have Oakland at home hosting Kansas City. Uh, Oakland opened as a one-and-a-half point favorite with an over-under of 48. Over-under has been bet down to, we'll say, um, prevailing line of 47. Uh, this game has moved. We'll say it's a, a pick now. Um, you know, this, this game, you look at the, the Raiders, they're, they're kind of an ugly 4-1 and one right now. I think they've shown a very good offense. Uh, defense has been certainly touched up um, several games. You know, again, a, a division game here. Um, where where do you see this one going? Yeah, so this was a, a, a game last week where I was um, on San Diego and what a what a cover by by San Diego in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> missing the field goal or getting it fumbling the field goal away, and then you know for the three and a half point cover. Um, so, I mean, uh, an Oakland team that I'm, I'm not very high on, um, this, to me, this is a, 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 you know, a prove it game for Oakland for me. Um, so, so show me that you actually can, you know, win a game that you should. I think I said this exact same thing last week. So they, they did, but it, they didn't win in a fashion that I want to see them. Um, and a Kansas City team that doesn't necessarily have the talent, but has the game plan coming into this game. So I'm going to be actually on Kansas City getting points in this game, but, um, you know, not betting it. But I, I want to see what Oakland has this week. Yeah, well, I mean, if it, you know, if it settles in it, here is, I mean, I, I see a couple picks and then I see one one uh, shop that has Kansas City as a, a one-point favorite. So, yeah, I think, you know, Andy Reid has a, a really good um, track record of, of coming out of buys. And, and I would just say, I think, a lower scoring game. I'm going to favor the Chiefs. Um, yeah. If, you know the Oakland offense can can get it going again. I, I would favor them to win here. But um, yeah, mostly a, a stay away for me. So next we have Seattle at home hosting Atlanta. Uh, line opened as Seattle a five and a half point favorite. Uh, over under 46 is mostly held steady. But this game's been bet up to uh, Seahawks now a six and a half point favorite. So Sean, you know I, I've been on this uh, this Falcons bandwagon. Are you, you going to finally jump on here? I am this week, Dave. I'm with you here now. So this is a Seattle team that has won ugly. Um, you know, it hasn't been pretty weeks, but they're they're three and one, right? With uh, you know some ugly wins out there, but definitely um, like Atlanta to cover this week. Six and a half points is far too many. Yeah, you know, one thing about this Atlanta team, um, you know, I, I talked about kind of being able to run the ball against a, a really good defense like a, a Denver Seattle, I think, is a great equalizer. And then I, I think another unique thing about this Atlanta offense is, you know, there are some teams or there are some backs like like a Le'Veon Bell who can, you know, run it really well and, and catch it out of the backfield. But 
you know, Atlanta's unique in that they have two guys with Freeman and Coleman who they can play at the same time. Uh, right. who, who gives them that dimension. I think, you know, you obviously saw with how well Coleman performed against that, um, that Denver defense that I think this, it just makes them a tough matchup. And I, I, I just, I like their offense to, um, you know, to keep them in, in any game. And, and, you know, their defense finally kind of came alive last week, their pass rush, which has been basically non-existent for the last, you know, year, uh, finally came alive there. Secondary is playing better, so yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons for optimism. I feel like this is very, very much a kind of a public line on Seattle. So um, yeah, so I definitely lean towards the Falcons here. Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting when you look at what they can do with the running backs and the wide receivers. I mean, when you look at what Julio's done the last three weeks, you know, I think it's like been 25 yards, 300, and then 17 or something like that. So mm. um, you know when you don't need to necessarily focus on one player like Atlanta had to do last year, where they just pretty much rocketed the ball to Julio. Um, you've got Sanu now, you've got Coleman, uh, just a really, you know, a way to share the ball around and actually find a guy that's open. I think that's, that plays to Matt Ryan's strengths, right? He's not, uh, you know, he's not a guy that's going to go take what's given to him. And, um, when you have explosive players that can do that, I, I really like that that Atlanta team. And, and again, playing from ahead is much different from playing from behind. So this Atlanta team is is set to play from ahead. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I'm really on this Atlanta team. I, I feel just like kind of Carolina snuck up on some teams last year. I, I looked at their remaining schedule. I mean, I, I see no reason this team couldn't be a, a two seed, um, you know, getting a bye going into the playoffs. Uh, big, big lead on Carolina, and then you look at, you know, New Orleans and, and Tampa Bay in that division, I think they could easily run to, you know, maybe 12 wins here. So so we'll see. This at, will, which, at which point I'll be saving my money to bet, bet against them. <laughs> bet against and, them uh, yeah. yeah, well, they're looking good, and, and this is, again, a, a um, you know, could be could be a really big win for them. I mean, you look at Seattle the last two years ago when they, you know, Dallas came in there, um, and I think the line was a, a similar, and, you know, Dallas won on the road. And then last year when the, when the Panthers came in, I think they were – uh, maybe six and zero, and they they are also able to beat the um, the Seahawks, you know, in in Seattle. So I think this is a, a great great opportunity for Atlanta to kind of show that they're really a, a top tier team here. Right. So next game we have Green Bay at home hosting Dallas. Uh, Green Bay opened as a seven point favorite. This line has been bet down to four. <laughs> so a lot of money. Um, coming in, a lot of people like the the Cowboys here. Over under of we'll say, uh, yeah, forty seven uh, has gone up a little, forty seven and a half. Uh, Sean, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, so this is uh, the Houston game. Oh, sorry, no, Green Green Bay hosting Dallas. Got you, got you. Sorry, um, I didn't hear that that piece there. Um, yeah, it's a Dallas team that man, I have been on the opposite side of far too much this season. Um, and a, and a, green, a bipolar Green Bay team that I, I just can't seem to figure out. Um, so I think Vegas is the same way. You've got a four-and-a-half-point line here. Um, this is kind of in that, you know, not to seven, not to three. So um, a, a real stay away from me here. If I'm going to lean one way, it's probably going to be just be the Green Bay at home. But um, a game that I won't be anywhere near. Okay, yeah, I've, I've had trouble with Dallas this year as well. Um, yeah, this this is a tough line for me to pick. I mean, I, I would say these I see these teams as they're both you know they're, they're professional football teams. Uh, they you know they're very competent 
week in and week out. You know, Dallas has, has really looked good, I think, defensively, better than people would have expected. Um, you know, if if anything, this game actually one of my best bets. I I did I did swear off the over unders, but but I'm back here. Um, I, I like the under in this game. A couple reasons why I think you know this Green Bay offense. They they just haven't shown that they're you know the 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 offense they were a few years back. It's it's certainly a it's a competent team. They they can move the ball up the field, but it's it's more of I think kind of a dink and dunk team now. Um, and then, you know, you look at this matchup, uh, Dallas, the best rushing offense in the NFL, Green Bay, the best rushing defense. Um, so I, I see this game playing out. I think a lot of long, you know, long drives that end up in, in either punts or field goals. And I just I don't see, I think, I, I guess, a lot of explosive plays here. I, I think these teams are both, you know, pretty good defensively um, and competent enough, you know, offensively to to put to put together some drives that that maybe don't end up in much, so so I, I like the under here of forty seven and a half. All right, I can see that. So Sunday night game, we have Houston at home hosting Indianapolis. Houston opened as a three and a half point favorite, over under of forty six. We'll say over under has uh, been bet up to forty six and a half. Line has gone down to. Uh, the Texans now laying three. Uh, this is another one of my best bets. Uh, I really like the Texans at home here. You know, I, I think the book on the this Texans team is pretty clear. Uh, against the the top tier competition like you know the Vikings or Patriots, they're I think severely outclassed, and and, and Brock Osweiler looks pretty bad. But you know he he's a guy I think when he when he has time to throw and he has a clean pocket that he can you know kind of launch it down there to. To Fuller and Hopkins, and I think this is just a, a prime game for them to bounce back. Um, Colts defense has not stopped anyone this year. I mean, they almost gave up 400, you know, passing yards to, to Brian Hoyer and the, the Bears offense last week. So this is just uh, really, really, I think a a prime spot for the the Texans to uh, to win handily at home here. So they're they're one of my best bets. I think this plays perfectly in Houston's, you know, hands. You look at what they can do is get after the passer, and Indy's offensive line is the weakness probably, and a and an offense that throws the ball down the field fairly well with Osweiler against a, an atrocious Indy secondary. So um, I'm with you on this. Um, this Indy team is getting far too much respect. They they've gotten it all season long, and um, I, I think Houston d- takes care of this game as well. So. Yep, I'm, I'm with you on this, Dave. All right, and then our last game, we have uh, Monday night, Arizona at home hosting New York Jets. Arizona opened as a 7.5-point favorite, uh, over-under of 47. Over-under has gone down a half point, we'll say to 46.5. We'll say the line um, mostly is held steady here. Uh, tough game for me to handicap, but Sean, let's let's get your thoughts first. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. Um, you know, I'm going to lean towards the Jets here, um, just with that extra half point. Um, I'm assuming Carson Palmer is playing this game. Yeah, he, he's been cleared to play. So. Yeah, I think um, Arizona is like a, a Steelers light team, right? Like mm-hmm. same kind of kind of passing offense. Um, so, you know, I, I like the Jets here to to cover this game. I don't like them to win. But um, an Arizona team that that I think just is 
it can't seem to find the mojo just yet this year. A team that was so in sync and so team-oriented last year. Um, and a Jets team that's really a, a bit disheveled, I think, at this point in time. I think there's a lot of injuries, actually, on that defense that we're not getting aware of. Uh, maybe some aging stars in, in Revis. So, um, and, you know, we, I think we just saw Decker go way out this week. So, um, yeah, a really tough game. I think it's an ugly game, but I, in an ugly game, I, I favor the Jets, and I'll take the points. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to slightly lean towards New York here, and um, but not a lot of confidence. And, I mean, I think one of the reasons is, you know, you, you look at, like, as you said, the Cardinals, how they play similar to the Steelers, can really, you know, their their deep passing game hasn't got on track this season, and <laughs> this is the team to do that against. Um, right. As we've seen, the Jets have just gotten torched, torched on the long ball week in and week out and, and haven't uh, been able to fix that, and that's maybe – you know, something on a, on a defense that's, I think, really, you know, difficult to to kind of patch up, um, you know, in, into the season. So th- that would be my hesitation towards um, laying the points or taking the points with the Jets, rather. But again, I think this is a team that, um, you know, has, has a lot to prove, will be motivated. And, uh, you know, we haven't haven't seen enough from this Cardinals team uh, so far to, to really think that they could cover this big number. Right. All right, well, that uh, concludes the Week 6 line. So, Sean, thanks for joining in. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Please leave your review on iTunes and visit the website at profootball247365.com and Twitter handle 247365football.